Welcome to the PropTech Podcast. It's Kylie Davis here, and I'm delighted to be your host as we explore the brave new world where technology and real estate collide. It's so great to have you here and to share stories of innovation and opportunity across real estate, property, and building services. And the aim of each episode is to introduce listeners to a PropTech innovator who is pushing the boundaries of what's possible across how we design, build, buy, sell, rent, and invest in property and all of the associated behavior and activities around that. Now, none of this would be possible without our sponsors. So a big shout out to the Direct Connect team, Making Moving Easy, Dynamic Methods, the innovators behind the Forms Live and RealWorks Forms, and the PropTech Association of Australia. Thank you for your support of the podcast. My guests this week are Matt McGowan and Natasha Anich from Console Cloud, a 30-year-old startup that, after years of providing server-based software to property management and trust accounting, has reinvented itself to cloud-based software that is reimagining the role of property managers to include automation, asset management, and profitability analysis of property portfolios. Matt is the Chief Operating Officer and Natasha is the Head of Customer Success. And in this interview, we talk about how the role of property managers has changed, the technology trends, and the importance of data and analytics in understanding the exact work that PMs are doing and spending their time on, and how they can use that information to grow and improve their businesses. And we also have a great segment on how to retire an old program. So here to tell us all about it, Matt McGowan and Natasha Anich, welcome to the PropTech Podcast. Thanks Thanks for having us, Kylie. Yeah, it's great to it's great to have you here. So now, Matt, I understand you are going to tackle the elevator pitch. So um, bust it out. What's the elevator pitch for Console Cloud? Thanks, Kylie. Um, our platform, Console Cloud, has been designed to help our customers to win, um, and we do this in two ways. Firstly, we show our customers the properties that are profitable and potentially the properties that are costing them money. Now, that sounds obvious, but most agencies that we speak to actually have no idea on the properties where they're losing money. They're spending more time than they're making revenue. Um, The second thing we do, linked to that first thing, is that we help our customers to manage more properties effectively. And we do this by automating the hard bits in a PM's day and so that they can spend more time building relationships with their owners and tenants. Like We have a really strong belief that our agencies and the agencies that survive into the next five years will be the ones that are tech-enabled, data-informed, and people-focused. Awesome. Well done. So, so Console Cloud, a property management system. Um, now, you guys have a long history in this area, don't you? We do. We have a a, a history that spans three decades. Oh, awesome! We love we love thirty year old startups. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, Kylie, many would be surprised to hear that Console has been around for thirty years. Yeah. Um, we've led the way in trust accounting software and into property management software for for so many years. Uh, and with that history, you can imagine that we've developed some quite uh, deep running relationships with our clients. Um, so when we took the move to shift to a cloud-based software like Console Cloud and away from our server-based systems that um, we've had, like Gateway and RP Office, um, it, it's taken a bit of um, experience and knowledge from those programs 
to enable us to reimagine the way that a property manager should work into the future. And that's what we've built out of Console Cloud. We've taken those learnings and we've developed a system um, from the last 30 years of, of, of background that is going to hopefully take our customers' um, agencies into the next 5, 10, 15 years um, yeah. and really enable them to reach further than, than what they could before. Yeah, and I do remember. I do remember back to those RP office days, um, and uh, you know, and the companies had lots of changes of ownership and and things like that in that time too. But tell me, how I'm really fascinated by this this journey that of getting to Console Cloud. How how has the property management space changed, and and how that led? Tell me how that led to Console Cloud. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that one. So I think just the evolution of the industry, you know, you had property management was a back office service, like, you know, pretty neglected uh, 20, 30 years ago. And like over time, it's become recognized as a really strong asset class, you know, like as an agency, you can borrow against your rent roll, you can grow your rent roll that way. Um, and that's what that what's happened is there's been increased competition coming into the market. So, you know, there are property management focused agencies that do nothing but property management. Yeah, um, And that's, that, that's been a big shift over the past 20 years. Now, coupled with that are growing um, expectations from owners and tenants for a service that goes beyond just rent collection. You know, owners are looking for more from their property managers than they have in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, now our property managers are managing a whole raft of things on behalf of their owners. Uh, and we, like we th- at Consul think of them more as asset managers um, so, you know, they're managing compliance, they're, they're de-risking the property for the owner, they're looking at maintenance and implementing preventative maintenance um, type solutions to, you know, basically spread that cost over the, over, over the course of a year. They're looking at how they reduce vacancies so that the owner's not shortchanged. Um, and, you know, like I, I think today property managers do more, um, you know, have a, a larger breadth of service that they offer their owners than um, 20 years ago. And, and and that's driven, like I say, from the expectations that, you know, our customers and our customers' customers are having with other products like Netflix, Facebook, you know, they, they just expect yeah. a 24-hour service. Um, and, you know, people can get online, share reviews, they can share stories. Um, and, you know, as a property manager, like you've got to be on top of the trends, um, you know, you're being graded all the time. Um, mm sometimes fairly, sometimes unfairly, but the expectations have definitely shifted. And, and definitely the work density of agent of property managers, sorry, has has significantly increased, hasn't it? Like how much they're expected to get done in a day or in a week. 100%. There's, you know, competition introduces new cost pressures into these businesses. So, you know, agencies have to be aware of that. It's not as easy as just, you know, ramping up and having, um, you know, a hundred staff to manage a hundred properties. Like it's mm. not, not economical. <laughs> so these expectations are coming um, at a time where there, you know, there is a lot of interest and competition in the market. Um, and, you know, like one thing that is bringing additional competition is the the self-serve, the landlord to tenant direct solutions. Um, you know, the rental property market, it's not growing at 20% a year. Um, it's been pretty stable. It sits around that 3 million pro- rental properties. Um, and yeah, there, there, there is an increasing trend to short stay and um, landlord tenant direct solutions. So we see our job as keeping our agencies relevant. Okay, awesome. So Matt, before when, when you were doing your elevator pitch, you mentioned too that property managers might be spending time on 
the wrong properties or they're not across how much time some properties are taking. Tell me more about that. Yeah, look, um, like I think it's a basic function of, of a business to be able to look at your customer base and understand the things that, you know, all the all the units that make you money and the units that cost you money. So one of the things we've invested heavily in here in Consol is, you know, basically take that property view. It's the asset within the business, you know, tied obviously to the owner. Um, look at all the interactions that are happening around that property. You know, how many times are you chasing that tenant up for arrears? How much how many conversations are you having with the owner? Um, is there a lot of maintenance? Is there a lot of vacancies? Are there renewals regularly? Um, and like basically assign a work score to that property. So okay. it's kind of an effort. Like now I understand what the effort of that property is and you can work back and you can work out what your, your staff costings are um, on top of that. So you can actually look and come up with a financial proxy for how much that um, property costs you. On the other side, you know, you're collecting fees. So you're collecting your commissions. Um, you might have some acti activity-based fees, um, which are things that are triggered, you know, when you do something on behalf of, of the agency, or you may not. Mm -hmm. Now, when you get those two things together, um, you can actually look at your rent roll as a whole and you can grade um, your most profitable properties all the way through to your most unprofitable properties. And it's mm -hmm. a conversation starter within your business. How can I, you know, the conversations are, are twofold. One, can I reduce the amount of effort I'm spending on a property? Um, so for us and, and Tasha's team in particular at customer with the customer success function, it's how can we automate you know, more of those activities around the property? That might be one solution. The other solution is, you know, like we're a high service agency and actually, you know, like we're happy to have a lot of um, touches with our, our owners and tenants. And the question is then how can I increase my fee base? Um, I don't necessarily want to increase my commission. Um, because those headline commissions are, you know, driven by a lot of competition. But I can potentially um, offer my my owners one-off services that I'm charging them for. Awesome. I love this because basically what you're doing is replacing, I guess, complaints on behalf of individual property managers about how much time something's taking or how much work somebody is or what a problem tenant X is at such and yeah. such. You're just replacing that. Um, gut feel. Gut feel with, with data, right? Exactly. Yeah. And uh, that's exactly what we're trying to do, yeah. Yeah, awesome. And then and then I guess, and, and I think this is fascinating because in the property management space, we know that um, traditionally it's been, a, a, a you know, sort of the back office that's been a bit, that's been quite neglected. And we know that those girls are under pressure to, to, to do more and to, um, and to offer better levels of service. But often that missing link is the business case to show why, you know, how that can really benefit the business and how after you get over that initial period of, of, of getting comfortable with the change or, you know, or doing the change that actually, yes, you are then opening up to, to build your revenues or to, to reduce your costs. And what we're really doing there is we're really giving them the confidence and, you know, the ability to make intelligent decisions about you know, the portfolio that they work on and the properties that they they manage um, to then go back and have those conversations with the principal and owners and whoever else um, about, you know, what, what needs to happen in each situation. So that that intelligence is, is incredible and yeah. something that wasn't available, you know, with previous platforms that we held. Um, yeah. But, yeah, just so super um, 
proud to have it available to our customers in cloud. Fantastic. Fantastic. I love it. Okay. So how, how big are you now? Like how big is console cloud? How many staff? What's the, what's your metrics? Yeah, I'll, t- I'll talk about console cloud specifically. Um, so we're, we're now over 2000 agencies on the cloud platform and we've got there within four years. So like on a revenue basis, we're growing at about 200% year on year. So we're probably one of the fastest enterprise solutions in market. Um, and this year we've done probably something that no one else um, to date has has done in our space and we've retired a platform. So ah. um, our gateway platform is no longer um, operational. Right. Um, we've got a few, uh, you know, I guess unique use cases that are still still using the platform, but Console Cloud is now Console's largest property management platform. Um, and, you know, we're retiring a legacy um, or, or a server-based bit of technology is, is, is something that's a very challenging event in any tech business. Uh, and we've been able to accomplish that. And it, it's a project Tash has led for the last um, six months. Yeah. Ch- challenging too, because, um, you know, a gateway was the, I suppose, a premier platform in 30 years ago when console started as well. So um, a lot of people were very sad to see it retire. Um, it, and um, yeah, it, it's a piece of software that was older than a lot of the staff in a lot of these agencies' <laughs> offices. So um, of you know, when, when, when the they got their parents. head around, when they got their head around how old the technology was, um, yeah, a, a lot of the customers that have um, upgraded to cloud, um, they're not looking back, which is very pleasing. <laughs> It's just overcoming that initial fear of doing something different or doing things differently, isn't it? Exactly right. And that's that's the, the I suppose, the biggest challenge we've tried to overcome with our clients through the retirement of Gateway um, is that fear of change and also changing mindset in terms of the way we worked because we haven't just lifted and shifted how Gateway worked, as I mentioned before. Um, we've reimagined the processes that a PM does in their day-to-day. So a um, little bit of change management, but um, very proud of the team that we've um, we've handheld these customers through that upgrade process and um, ensured that they were adequately trained um, on the Council Cloud pr- platform. Yeah. And Tash, fair to say that probably some of the, the, the largest... Um, like negative voices at the start of the project have been become some of the largest of the platform. Oh, we love it. We love it when the grumpy ones become raving fans. (laughs) (laughs) It's possible to do. That's well done. I think it's, I think just as a software company, you know, changing mindsets is like building technology is, you know, a well-worn path. Changing mindsets is really, really challenging. Um, And, you know, some of our customers who came on board early took large leaps of faith with us. Um, and have informed a lot of our decisions and, you know, like have been willing to try different things for us to get to the state that we're in today. Um, and, you know, we've been very fortunate that we can lean back on those customers to help our our new customers come onto the platform. I think that's been absolutely key, the involvement of the customers through the development of cloud. You know, it's four years um, since inception and um, the clients have really helped drive um, the development and what goes on the roadmap. And we have had a very aggressive um, I suppose, build of console cloud in the last few years. Um, and all of it has, um, you know, been influenced by our customers right in the early days when we're reimagining those those ways of working. Uh, we were holding, um, you know, uh, workshops and um, other facilitated sessions with our customer base to say, you know, will this work? Um, does this make sense to you? All those sorts of things. So a lot of feedback sessions that really um, helped 
get it to where it is so, today. So there's two things I want to unpack in this. The, the first one is I want to get your your advice or your tips on what you did to make that that move of rusted on clients successful to the new platform successful. And the second thing I wanted to ask you was around, you said you mentioned before that you had envisioned, you know, you had, you had this new vision of how property managers should work. So, so I want to sort of unpack that a little bit too and say, well, what, how do property managers work these days and how is that different to what used to happen? So, but first, um, let's look, let, Natasha, Natasha, do you want to tell us how, what your advice would be or how you guys successfully changed those mindsets? How did you reassure yeah, people? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take that part of the question. Um, it's never easy to announce that you're going to retire a platform that is so loved by everyone and even loved by our own staff here. Very, very difficult, very challenging. I will not lie. National um, teeth. It, it was hard because you, Raising you have pitchforks. Oh, it, it, yeah, just about that. I'm sure many would have. Um, we, we had some offers to. Um, uh, pay for the ongoing <laughs> life of, of Gateway, um, which we had to decline because it is old technology and it's it's something that is just not feasible to continue um, continue supporting. And because so many customers have already moved off the Gateway platform, um, we had a very small number in, in the scheme of things that were left using that technology. Um, so in terms of um, in terms of the change, obviously we had to make a notification that we were we were retiring the platform, and then we set ourselves a target of um, a period of about four or five months to upgrade our clients um, over to cloud. So with that, uh, we had different windows of up, upgrade opportunities. Um, my uh, console success man management team worked in conjunction with our upgrade specialist team and really helped um, work with the clients to help them identify what they need to do to prepare for change. So we had a number of different um, sessions that we hosted with clients. We uh, made available how their upgrade was going to work, the data that they had to clean up. And that was probably the biggest things is making sure the data that they took from the old system to the new console cloud was as clean as possible because we did not want to have that sort of dirty data coming across. Mm -hmm. um, but with that, you know, many clients had 20, 30 years of history sitting in Gateway that needed to be cleaned. So for some, it was a bigger effort than others because they had, um, I suppose, so many um, quirks in their system that they had set up or different ways of working that they need, needed now to change across the cloud. So with that, um, as I said before, it was very much a handheld process, a uh, bit of encouragement, a bit of support, um, making lots sure training. lots of training. Training was key. Um, so was with that cloud training one on one, or was it or like office to office, or or you know what you guys did that direct office or and and personalized, or was it more broader? Great question. It was really what the agency wanted. So we yeah. have a number of training options available. Um, clients could register on our Nebula site, which is our online training site, which is free. Um, has a range of different um, get started, I suppose, sessions as well as deeper dives into different features like our workflows. Um, they could also have training with one of our certified console cloud training partners. Um, so we would uh, we would arrange for those sessions to take place. Um, we found the most successful agencies that made the upgrade from Gateway to Cloud have been the ones that have taken a mix of training partner training as well as online learning through the Nebula site. Um, those that elected to just give it a go and do a bit of nebula, um, they are finding it a bit difficult, but it's not 
to stop them from working in cloud. It's just their transition has taken a little bit longer. So, but very pleased with um, my team's um, rollout with the clients where we're, um, we're keeping very close to them in the first few months to make sure that their, um, their journey, journey is as smooth as it can be. Fantastic. Let's just take a short break and hear a quick word from our sponsors. Imagine a real estate forms and contract solution that's always accessible, up to date with legal changes and cuts admin time by 40%. That's the beauty of the Forms Live platform from Dynamic Methods. With Forms Live, Dynamic Methods have created a form system that is easy, online and best of all, compliant. Every month, 50,000 agents and property managers use Forms Live in 7,500 agencies across every state and territory in Australia. Plus, Forms Live has over 100 integrations, including the industry's most popular CRMs, connection services, and digital signatures with DocuSign, making it the national platform of choice for real estate forms. Check them out at formslive.com.au. And so, Matt, what's that new? What does a what does the job of a property manager look like today compared to you know when you were you were saying that you were revisioning it compared to previously? Yeah, look, there was there was there was a lot of manual processes, a lot of things that actually happened outside of system. So you know, uh, the checklist has long been the um, the property manager's go to guide. Um, and when we were starting this build out four years ago, like one of our mantras was, you know, how do we replace the checklist? Um, and and really, the, what the checklist does is it's a paper version that puts someone on a on a rail. It puts someone on a truck just to make sure those things are those things have been done. So we took that concept and digitized it. Um, I think one of the really, like one of the novel things in cloud is, you know, we have taken automations beyond just um, notifications, automated notifications. Like that's a really simple thing to do. It's simple to send out an SMS or send out an email. And, you know, like really a workflow for, for a customer involves forms. It involves multiple steps in communication. It has inbound communication, stuff coming back into the system. It's notes. It's it's a whole raft of things. And, you know, basically if you come into to, to console cloud, I think one of the things you will notice now is you don't print out a report to go and action a lease renewal. You know, you have an active list of open lease renewals with a suite of um, jobs that you need to do for that release renewal. They're all in a single place. Um, you know, several, most of them are automated in some form. Um, obviously, you're taking communications from multiple parties. So sometimes something can fall off a truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when it falls off a truck, like that's, we just refer that as management by exception. Yep. Um, so, and, and that's, that's, the, that's the major part of a property manager's job, you know, moving forward from, you know, from today for the next five years. Lease renewals, I'll just keep picking on it because we're going down that um, stream. But, you know, a large agency has 25% of their book in renewal at any one stage, so potentially 250 renewals. Yeah. Um, our job is to make sure that you do not have to have eyes over 250 renewals the whole time. You will only manage the things that fall off the track. Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. Like the, the CRM space for property managers is pretty crowded right now. There's been a lot of innovation and stuff happening in it, including, you know, um, trust-free accounting, you know, and all of all of that sort of stuff. Are you guys, where do you sit in the trust account, no trust account camp? And and what's the console point of difference compared to your both established and your newer competitors? Yeah, I'll, I'll take that, Tash. So we're um, like we're agnostic to 
um, trust or trustless. So today, Console Cloud is is trust account only, um, but that doesn't mean that we don't have designs on also offering a trustless solution in the future. Like that's managing the flow of funds. Um, and you know, look, there's there's two two camps, and we are a really broad church. Obviously, we've got a large customer base, and we will need to cater to both of those churches in the future. Um, so that's on the trustless side. I think where we sit is, you know, we are the platform. So often um, a lot of the a lot of the new entrants uh, coming into the market are, are are people who, you know, they're they're picked off a part of a property manager's day or a part of a property manager's work, workflow, and they've optimized it. You know, they've done a fantastic job, um, but they still need that system of record. Um, so we have an API, we allow people to, to do those things, but our point of difference is, you know, the integrations that we choose to go really deep on, we bring them into our system really, really deeply. Um, we don't want you cross keying things. We don't want you operating outside of the system. You know, one of our value props, as we've already touched on in the elevator pitch, is that you can see the activities around a property. Um, and we think that's a key uh, differentiator within our within our platform like everything is being tagged to that property we're seeing everything tagged to that property you know a new entrant might come into market they might come and do something better than we'll ever do it um and we want to integrate with them we're not just going to give them an api and have some kind of light integration we're going to bring them into our into our platform and make sure that the customer that we're serving um both of us both parties is you know that value proposition is still delivered that you know, we're tracking what's happening around the property and we're giving you that cradle to grave view of your tenants, your owners and, and your properties. Fantastic. And so so tell me about some of the integrations that you have and what do they let you do? Yeah, so I, um, one, one of the obvious ones is maintenance manager. So they've been a long-time long time console partner um, going back to the gateway days. Um, so when we actually looked at that integration, we we brought it really deep into our platform. So you only sign into Console Cloud, and at the same time, you also sign into um, Console Maintenance Pro, which is powered by Maintenance Manager. Um, and for all intents and purposes, that system looks the same. Um, it looks like one system. So you still get all the power of uh, the offering of Maintenance Manager, but you get the convenience of having it all within a single system. Um, like that's that's one integration. I think compliance is probably another one worth touching on. Um, we've just released a a press release. I'm pretty sure it's out or just about to go out. Um, and we're looking at smoke alarms around um, Queensland. Mm-hmm. And it, you know it's a really important topic coming into 2022. But our compliance workflow and our compliance partners are really closely linked. It's not something that's separate. It's the integration is actually at the time that you need it. So. Um, as you're going through and you're managing your smoke alarms, we're sending information to your compliance partner, um, whether whichever smoke alarm agency that might be, they're doing their work and that information is coming back into cloud and updating the system. Um, so you're not cross-keying things, you're not working in two systems, you're not having to you know, find out information over on this other, other side, it's mm-hmm. all coming back into cloud. And we, we, you know, we do think of ourselves as the system of record. So um, there are parts of the agency workflow that we'll manage. And there's other parts where, you know, innovators, we want competition out there innovating uh, and helping our agents to become more 
efficient and we'll integrate with them in a really clever way. I've got a few other integration partners as well. So our forms integration partners as well, which is that's another thing that's really deeply embedded in, in terms of our workflows um, and reducing the need, need of that cross-keying as well. So, um, and in addition to that, we've got applications partners um, and um, uh, connections partners as well. So there's a range of different things that service an agency that they can all um they can do with cloud shout outs i can give a whole list of shout outs <laughs> <laughs> i'd hate to miss anybody but um yes there's uh, we can maybe put it in the description at the end sure. of the podcast okay <laughs> we'll, we'll include that in the show notes not a problem whatsoever um so, so how long have both of you been with the business form matt you've just recently been promoted so congratulations but but tell <laughs> me like <laughs> Tell me, how long have you been with the business? Um, what attracted you to the company? Yeah, so I've, I'm coming up to four years. So in January, I will have been with Consult for four years. Mm-hmm. Um, prior to that, um, you know, my history has really been in software and payments. So I've um, owned and managed several software companies. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to, to, to work with um, uh, an agency down in Melbourne who was you know, investing in rent rolls. So they're actually buying rent rolls and I, I became a, like a quasi analyst CIO for them um, and started to map out property management processes and, uh, you know, looking at some of the legacy platforms that we were using as we'd buy a rent roll and, you know, it'd be on a platform and we'd had another rent roll on another platform. We basically had three systems mm. uh, and none of them were really delivering the, uh, on the investment hypothesis that we had, which was, you know, trying to get returns for for our um, our shareholding. So we were mapping processes. We were looking at better ways to do things. Um, and then, you know, this position came up and it was quite serendipitous. I had worked with some of the um, shareholding previously and um, it just made sense to come and take some of those learnings from, you know, like what it looks like in a large agency trying to become more efficient, more profitable, um, standardized work practices uh, and bring that kind of experience into console. Awesome. And um, Natasha, what about you? Yeah, so my background's a little bit different. Um, I am almost coming up to four years here at Console as well. Um, previously, I'd work in, uh, had worked at tech companies as well, but different to the seat that I sit in today. Um, I come from a marketing background. So when I first joined um, Console and what drew me to Console um, was the challenge of uh, marketing a brand and product that was so well known in the industry for its server-based software, but now had the challenge of, of, you know, making a name for itself in the the cloud space. So um, over the years, I've stepped around a little bit within the company and have elevated to this head of customer success role, which I'm absolutely passionate about. And I love um, making a difference in the way that our customers work in their day-to-day. Fantastic, fantastic. So so if I am a renter or a a renter or a landlord, uh, if I'm Victoria, I'm not allowed to call them landlords anymore, am I? But if I'm a renter or an investor, if my property manager is using console, what's my experience going to be like? How is that different to what it might have been, you know, a couple of years ago? Yeah, so the key difference with console cloud today is we make sure that the tenants, renters, landlords and owners, whatever you'd like to call them, really aren't second-class citizens. Um, so 
we know that if an agency is going to win, um, they need to service their owners and tenants better. So it's really important for us to ensure that there are tools and mechanisms in place in cloud um, and in our apps and portals to help them deliver that service. So starting out with being better organised as a property manager, we've touched on, you know, all the um, the way we manage within console cloud. Um, but for an owner and a tenant, they can really be confident that the agency they're dealing with that's using console cloud has their finger on the pulse. Um, you know, when it comes to things like managing maintenance requests or uh, keeping up to date with compliance on the property, um, because they're using cloud, uh, they can be, they, yeah, they can be really confident that um, they're actioning things when they need to and even ahead of time. Um, it also allows property managers to, as Matt mentioned, really become the asset asset managers for uh, landlords, landlords and owners because they have those really rich insights um, within cloud that they, they can go and make better um, recommendations to their owners um, about what they should be doing with their properties or, or even making better, um, um, having better, um, let's just say, response times to their tenants as well. Mm. So things like the tenant app that we have enables our tenants or our clients' tenants to conveniently lodge maintenance requests, view how the status of maintenance requests are going on on the properties that they're in, um, you know, view their where their rent's paid up to, um, pay any invoices that might come up through the tenant app. These are all things that now they don't have to contact the property manager and the agency about, which is freeing up the time of the property manager to, you know, do those other important things they need to do. And from the owner's perspective, we've got our owner portals as well, which is surfacing all that important information to the owner, their financial information, um, status on maintenance requests. Um, there's a range of different Inspections things. is probably Inspection, a good one. Right, so, yeah. you know, taking that inspection experience from, you know, a boring static PDF to an interactive HTML page. Um, you know, they're, they're things that we, like we're all about trying to help our agencies win. And when an agency can present an inspection report that, you know, has great photos, um, allows, a, allows an owner to click through and comment, um, it's a really powerful tool to help them acquire new customers. But just delivering all these these experiences for their for their owners and tenants, um, things like you know during COVID, the um, tenant self inspections that were able to be done. Um, there's a range of things that is just freeing up the time of our property managers and making things. You know, you, you said earlier, Matt, about um, people expect things a lot more instantaneously now. Um, yep. So by having these apps and portals of portals available, um, yeah, every everyone has everything they need at a fingertip at their fingertips. And we're not stopping. We're not stopping no. there. We're continually <laughs> adding to these four years of yeah. lots of exciting new tools. Do you run a prop tech business or are you the founder of a prop tech? Make sure you join the Prop Tech Association of Australia. It's Australia's new not-for-profit association made up of tech people who are passionate about the property industry and committed to improving experiences in how we buy, sell, rent, manage, build and finance property. Joining will give you access to events and networks across Australia and globally to help you promote and grow your business. Go to proptechassociation.com.au and follow the prompts to join. So, so well, that's a great segue. What do you get your crystal ball out? Um, what's the next? What do you think the next five years is going to hold in the property management space? And and what are the sort of tech trends that you're seeing are going to be driving whatever's coming? Yeah, I think 
we've touched on it in our elevator pitch, but but data is key. Um, you know, like we're great storytellers in property management. We have a lot of anecdotes. Things get passed <laughs> down. Things get passed down um, by 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 stories. Um, and I think you know where so many stories, so many stories, <laughs> so many stories. <laughs> but when you look at the really successful agencies, and you know, like and the ambitious agencies, they they're moving to database decisions. Um, you know, like I think historically our, our reporting has been very, you know, our, we've reused reports as a way to go and action something like chase up arrears because it's in that report and do an lease renewal because it's in that report. Like that's not where the future is. Um, you know, reporting is about delivering intelligent insight and making it digestible for the PM to action. I think that's one of the key challenges, you know, like there is so much information out there um, and you can present it and you've seen, you know, we've all seen the CMAs that are 20 pages long. Like no one knows what to do with that information. So how can you, you know, provide information in a digestible, bite-sized, um, consumable format um, that allows a property manager to win in management, help and help their landlord, help their tenant. Um, you know, that's one of the that's one of the key trends or one of the key things that we see being rolled out over the next um, five years. I mean, we're on the journey ourselves. So um, probably the other thing, and you know, just looking at other industries. Um, you know, machine learning and artificial intelligence is going to play a role, some kind of role in our businesses in the future. You know, it just makes um, sense. People, you follow the money and I can tell you Google and Apple and Facebook, they're spending billions and billions of dollars in this space and it will have an impact in our business um, and our customers' business. Now we're backing agencies. So, you know, we are not a landlord-tenant direct solution, you know, but we need to understand that technology and how we can help it elevate our customers, not replace our people. You know, we th- we still think this is an industry that's very people focused. You know, tech enabled and people focused is one of our mantras. Mm-hmm. Um, but that it, you know, it'd be naive to think that over the next five or ten years, um, artificial intelligence won't play some part um, in this space. I think also too, um, we're going to see those tech resistant agencies are really going to struggle in the next few years. Um, I just think competitively, they're not going to be able to. Um, well, they're going to they're going to bust something trying to keep up, aren't they? <laughs> they they internally, are internally. They're just going to combust. Yeah, they are. And and you know, Carly, we're seeing it now. Like the the industry is you know across the board is got twenty percent turnover. Um, yeah, exactly. And you know, you can't keep running at this pace. Like we do have to, you know, we all have to acknowledge we are going to do something different. And I think even just the retirement of Gateway, mm. that was through that was through the COVID period. Um, so, you know, probably people weren't as resistant as <laughs> um, as they could have been um, because, you know, like that's, that's part of the message. You know, we don't want to sleepwalk as an industry. We shouldn't be sleepwalking into the future. We need to have our eyes open and we need to make sure that we remain relevant. Um, and that we consistently deliver value to the people who are paying our bills, which are the landlords. The, the other thing I think, you know, we've been hearing a lot on the ground with our customers is the real um, the real want to move to a paperless office. Um, yeah. So we're seeing more and more, especially through COVID, people have been able to work more remotely with cloud um, and everything else. But now we see agencies are really looking to find the ways that they can reduce their footprint of office space and reduce their infrastructure and overheads, whether that's reducing the amount of technology 
pieces that they're using and looking for more all-in-one solutions. Um, I know there was a customer we were talking to um, a little while back and, you know, he's so excited by the, by the idea of a paperless office. The only thing he needs to sort out is removing the key room in the office. Um, so he's actually actively thinking about um, how any new management that he brings on ensures that they have those, um, those key, key entry systems. Oh, yeah. um, in place and not keys. Yep. Um, so th- this this mindset is now well within the industry, and, and people are um, are looking for ways to transition to that paperless office, yeah. um, more so than just no paper on the desks. Yeah. Um, so for those not willing to keep up with that, it's it's a really it's a really scary um, outlook. Well, I know the guys from Forms Live did a bit of an assessment, and they worked out that if you fill in a a rental form manually, it's at least 17 steps and that's on the basis that no one fills anything in wrong and you have to go back and start again <laughs> or, you know, refill in the form. Or if you automate it, you can turn it into, you know, four or five steps. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Um, and you guys are, and I think they're one of your shout-outs, aren't they? You're integrated. They are. They are. Yes, or? <laughs> they are. <laughs> I love Forms Live. Yeah. They're a sponsor of the show, so we... <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, look, um, Natasha and Matt, it's been absolutely fabulous to have you on the show. Um, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for the opportunity, Kylie. Yeah, thanks, Kylie. It's been fun. So that was Matt McGowan and Natasha Anich from Console Cloud, a reimagined property management platform that has grown 200% over the past two years and which has been highly successful at transitioning rusted on clients through an assertive but highly supportive upgrade program from their old gateway product. Now, I love the lessons from this interview, the importance of personalised service and really understanding the customer mindset and putting that front and centre when creating a program to transition clients from old technology to something new. Too often in tech, we assume the benefits of the new software will outweigh all the downside of migration. But where Console Cloud deserve a lot of kudos is that they understood that their clients really needed hand-holding in that transition, and they've effectively run a change management program for them. And how funny was the insight that the software was older than many of their customers? That still makes me laugh to think about it. But 30 years of data is a lot to clean up, so if you can get into your client's head and think about it, um, that can really help the success of that project. I also really enjoyed Matt's vision of the new role of property managers, the role of the checklist, digitizing it, and the fact that automations are more than just notifications, and the importance of property managers needing to manage their portfolios by exception, not try to do everything. There were some great insights that Console Cloud are clearly seeing from their data coming out of their platform, including the fact that a typical agency will have 25% of their portfolio needing lease renewal at any one time, and just how much time you can save by adding genuine automation and job management to that. Now, the property management space has been highly contested over the past five years. New prop tech startups like Managed, Our Property, Different, Yabonza, and Instrument, and even Vault RE, they've been making their mark on the sector and demonstrating new ways of thinking about property management and interpreting the tech trends. And it's great to see that the established players like Console and even MRI, who we spoke to um, just over a month ago, have been watching what's going on and are now acting upon it. 
it's great to see that the response to these challenges has been an increase in innovation rather than hunkering down and trying to defend old turf. So this is a really exciting space. Now, if you have enjoyed this episode of the PropTech podcast, I would love you to tell your friends or drop me a line either via email, LinkedIn or on our Facebook page. You can follow this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor and Apple iTunes. I'd like to thank my podcast producer, the fabulous Charlie Hollands and our sponsors, Direct Connect, Making Moving Easy, Dynamic Methods, the name behind Forms Live, REI Forms Live and RealWorks and the PropTech Association of Australia, Australia's industry body supporting the flourishing PropTech community. Now, if you're an Australian or a New Zealand PropTech who would like to be on the show, drop me a line via LinkedIn or kylie at proptechassociation.com.au. Thanks, everyone. Until next time, keep on proptecking.